in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. While the information on this podcast is believed to be correct, you should verify all facts. Nothing in this podcast is to be construed as financial advice. It is not the offer for you to purchase any instrument or any interest in any financial contract, including but not limited to insurance. The opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone. They are not affiliated with the Department of Health and Human Services or financial institution. Hello and welcome back to the show of records. So nice to be here with you on this super financial day. And uh, we're going to be talking Medicare. Yes, indeed. I'm 65 this October. And I reached out uh, to uh, our expert staff and said, get me somebody who's another expert in this area so I don't do something foolish like a typical thick-headed Hungarian might. And so we uh, got in touch with Mr. J.O., a certified financial planner licensee like I am, an MBA, CLU, CHFC, and uh, out in the Midwest. And how's the weather out there these days? Well, thankfully, the snow has melted. Good morning. Good morning. Is Lake Michigan still icebound, or is it uh, pretty good out there? I think it's good. It's getting better also. Yesterday was almost 80 degrees out here in the Midwest. Well, good. Excellent. It's a little odd, but that's great news, Jay. Thanks. It is odd, right. Um, Jay is uh, quite an expert in this area. He's got a new book out called Maximizing Your Medicare and uh, what Medicare is, how and when to enroll, and all the good stuff about that. And uh, like I said, I'm a little bit selfish, Jay, because I'm going to be going into the, the Medicare situation here in a few months and we want to uh, help, uh, you know, CFPs help, e- help each other out, and I'd like you to help me out. And, of course, cover a whole lot more than just my needs uh, in this area. But, nevertheless, uh, I'd like to, uh, uh, you know, probe a little bit. So if there are others out there who are just getting into, um, I guess, the, you know, the 65 range, uh, I understand that, uh, what is it, like 10,000 uh, boomers per day are hitting 65, 66? Is that the statistic? Boomers are here in mass, George. Uh, <laughs> 50, more than 51 million people currently have that red, white, and blue card that everybody has seen, the yeah. Medicare card. And then, as you rightly point out, 10,000 people a day turn 65. That won't end for the better part of 20 years. Yes, and I think the... Um, we're just getting the wave who are the back end of the boomers, the 50-year-olds. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of people coming in to both Medicare and Social Security. We'll hold off on the Social Security questions, and we'll deal with that later. Uh, what is Medicare? Just can you give us a definition of what that is? You point out that Medicare, along with Social Security, really is the basic building blocks of anybody's retirement plan. It is the baseline or the cornerstone of health insurance for persons that are 65 and older. You can, you know, you may be eligible for some special set of reasons if you have a particular set of disability or disease, for example, but let's leave it to the 65-year-old right. for now. Right. Um, it is a very good starting point at a very good price. Um, there are two lines on the card. The first line is about hospital that is paid by your income taxes over time. And then there is Part B, which is they call health or medical, I should say, and that you pay the $104.90 income adjusted. 
Yep. Meaning that if you have higher levels of income, you can be charged more for it. That is monthly. Okay. And then you have a entire set of cost-sharing uh, agreements that the Medicare system analyzes and is free to change on an annual basis. Okay. So let's start with um, yours truly. I'm going to be 65 in October. How should I approach this? And um, anyone else out there who is 65, how should they approach this? Well, it's first of all, the enrollment process is sometimes confusing to people. But in the base case, if you're retired and you are, do not have retiree health care benefits from an employer, for example, you, George, my very sophisticated math is your birthday is in October, mm-hmm. and if you're not born on the 1st, uh, your Medicare card will read October 1st as your effective date. Okay. Okay. You can start enrolling beginning three months prior to October 1st. Okay. 9, 8, 7, right? Mm-hmm, July mm-hmm, 1st. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From that time, you can enroll in Medicare and just to make sure that you're signed up for effective date of October 1. If you receive Social Security already, you will get this card automatically. I do not. Okay. Then you would have to actually do something actively to go and sign up for Medicare. Okay. And you can call Social Security Administration. They will verify your status as a person who has paid enough uh, qualifying quarters, they call it, uh, quarters of coverage, I'm sorry, which mm-hmm. is another way of saying you've paid income taxes mm-hmm. and FICA taxes. And that allows you to get Part A for free. And then you will be signing up for Part B, and they will tell you that it's going to cost X dollars okay. a month. Um, let's continue with this enrollment process. I know that there is three months afterwards that I can I could, I could delay this till what, uh, uh, November, December, January 1st? That is true. Uh, the issue with that mm-hmm. is, there are a couple of complications here. Number one mm-hmm. is for a person under financial duress, serious financial duress, that is possible. Okay. The issue, though, is if you sign up for Part B late, mm-hmm. uh, but within the windows, your effective date isn't immediately starting. Okay. So, in other words, if, in your example, October, if you came, if you went there on Thanksgiving Eve and said, "I want to sign up for Medicare now because I've forgotten" or something like that, I'm a procrastinator. They <laughs> right. They wouldn't tell you that your coverage starts on December one. It okay. wouldn't. All right. So, I generally, you're a financial planner. I'm a financial planner, but really, it's just. It's nothing fancy. It's okay. just common sense. Okay. That's the time that something happens. Okay. Why would you play with the enrollment date unless you had a financial or personal matter that you know made those points, you know, overrode those points? All right. Now, um, do I do this online? Do I go in person? How do I do this? You can go to Social Security um, online. They will have contact numbers there that you will be able to. You can also go to your local Social Security administration. Okay. You need to be careful about one point, and this is the point that I make in the book. Please. Which is sometimes, depending on your location, you get wrongly informed by a person at Social Security. It doesn't happen often, but you can understand if it's, in your, if it's George and you go there and you're wrongly informed, you start to worry. Yeah. <laughs> right? And even if you're wrongly informed, 
you need to write careful records, et cetera, et cetera. So I, that's why these are more reasons not to delay. Once you get into your open enrollment window, okay. you might as well not waste time and get to make okay. sure that you have your enrollment nailed down. Okay, so in, effectively, I have, I, so my choices are I can't do it online is what I'm hearing you say, right? You can do it online. You can. Social, yes. Social, it's um, SSA.gov. Correct. Okay. So you can do it online. That's a possibility. The other one is call in, phone in. The third yes. is show up in body. <laughs> and, Correct. In and, body. And, 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 and do it that way. And you, you suggest anyone that's 65 like I am uh, around October 1st, or actually I'm the 5th, uh, you don't have to send a card, um, the the best thing to do is start on July 1st. Get the thing rolling, right? Get the thing rolling, correct. Okay. All right. Um, I don't want to open this topic because it's going to be a big topic. I want to do it after the break. My question, Jay, will be, what if you don't? What are the penalties associated with A and B? And then we'll get into Medicare Advantaged. And, and issues uh, around that, uh, far, uh, uh, prescription coverage and so forth. When we come back with Jay, uh, who is uh, with us from Chicago, where it was 80 degrees here a couple days ago, uh, he wrote the book Maximize Your Medicare, and uh, I understand that it is available at uh, Amazon um, and uh, it's a Kindle and all of the good places online that you can do that. We'll be right back with more of the show of record. The financial investment world is complicated with a lot of conspiracy theories floating around. You know why? It's simple. It's easy to sell fear, use it to force a sale, leverage it to make it appear that the theory you hear is the truth. Here again, it's about guesswork, not legwork. I can uncomplicate finances or investments because when I sit down to meet you, I see all the question marks in your faces. What I do at my company, Chestnut Investment Advisory, is not paper over the facts. We're objective, diligent, and listen with a keen ear and then utilize the best tools for the times regarding your money and investments. We make no guarantees. Instead, we love to create the circumstances to have what you need when you need it in the way that works for you. A complimentary, no wool over your eyes, visit is available by calling 215-836-4880 or visiting regardingyourmoney.com. Please bring your theories with you so we can discuss them seriously. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. WNPV AM 1440. Hello and welcome back to the show of records. So nice to be here with you. Welcome and hello. Thank you for listening and uh, taking time out of your busy day. I hope I can make a difference in your financial world and with me. Uh, is uh, J.O., another certified financial planner licensee out in the Midwest, and we're talking about Medicare. His book, Maximizing Your Medicare, is available on all the big platforms. So let's say, obviously I'm not going to procrastinate. You convinced me. What about those people that you cannot convince? What are they going to fall into if they do not? Um, what are the penalties if they do not behave uh, within this enrollment window? It's a good question, George. First of all, like I pointed out before the break, your effective date is not going to be immediate. In other words, yep. it's not going to start immediately thereafter. Right. In, 
for health or for prescription coverage. Okay. Okay, so um, in addition to that, like you said, there are late enrollment penalties. The penalty is for Part B is 10% for every 12-month period that you did not sign up. The penalty never mm-hmm. ends. <laughs> so it's not a one-time deal. It, it, it continues on forever. So effectively, you're going to be paying more uh, throughout your lifetime, as long as exactly. you live. Okay. Exactly. All right. For prescription coverage, it is a 1% per month late enrollment penalty. So 12% a year? No, well, yes. If you are twelve, if you are twelve months late, it would be twelve percent a year. Correct. Yowzer. <laughs> and that if people ask, oh, twelve percent of what? Mm-hmm. It is based on the national average as calculated by the CMS, which is the official body that governs Medicare. So, okay. as the average price of the prescription plan of standalone prescription plans increases, your penalty also increases. Mm. So, again, it's back to my bottom line before the break, which is I generally tell people that unless you're really faced with a financial or personal situation which makes enrollment or sussing these details out impossible, Mm -hmm. I tell people not to play fancy with it. Right. Generally. Okay. Um, I'm not going to drill into the questions about what costs are associated with uh, what incomes. You can go to SSA. Uh, .gov and figure that out for yourself. But there are income-related monthly adjustments, and for those highly compensated, uh, in fact, the monthly Part B premium, which is 10490 uh, does go up quite a bit for Part uh, B income-related adjustment for higher total premiums. But for th- those folks sort of generally in the... Um, in a category that's less than 85,000, uh, you should be, you know, playing about 104 a month. Now, my point I want to bring up here, too, is that uh, outside of certain exemptions, mandatory Medicare enrollment is a done deal. There is just no way of avoiding it, right? Well, the... Except for the exceptions. The practical reality is that you can do without, but then you'd be uncovered. Yeah. The, the other thing is you can have Part A and Part D alone. In other words, you can forego Part B. Mm. That These are all combinations that exist, George, but real, practical reality is that most persons, in my experience, sign up for Part A or Part B unless they have retiree benefits or right. actively working. Right certain set, sets of veterans, for example, right. um, may choose to not. Yep, okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. One other thing is that you talked about the income-related adjustments. Yeah. The website for the book is MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Perfect. All of Thank that you. information fits there in tables. Okay. In other words, current premiums, cost sharing of original Medicare, as well as the income adjustments. Okay. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what Medicare does and does not cover. There's a little bit of confusion around this, although maybe less now than ever before, yet there's still some confusion. I bump into it. I'm sure you do, too, in your work. What does Medicare cover? What does Medicare not cover? Medicare, 
for example, it's important to understand what those two lines actually are on your Medicare card. The top line is hospital, meaning, and I would have called it facilities. Yes. Hospital, Very good. skilled nursing facility, hospice mm-hmm. as three places. The issue with it is that it has a deductible. That deductible mm-hmm. for 2014 is $1,216. Mm-hmm. The misunderstanding, the fundamental misunderstanding is that is not an annual deductible. That isn't a deductible defined by what they, what the Medicare system calls benefits period. What Jay and how I explain it, you know, in libraries around as well as in the book is medical event. Mm-hmm. So in other words, mm-hmm. left knee replacement in January, that's a medical event. Right knee replacement in July, that's another medical event. Great. In other words, you are subject to two deductibles. Very good. Thank you. That is, as a result, so people think I'm covered on Medicare, I paid for the deductible, why am I keep getting these bills? Right. Well, the reason is, is that the primary one on for hospital visits is that they've had or encountered based two medically more than one medical event, so mm-hmm. they have more mm-hmm. than one deductible. Okay. You can have, in theory, an unlimited number of medical events in a year. Yes, you can. I hope not, because you may have a hard time of it, but... but You'd be pretty unlucky. You'd no be unlucky, yes. But, for example, if you got went to the hospital and you developed a different set of complications through no fault of the facility, mm-hmm. then that would you could be, in theory, subject to another medical event, i.e. benefit period, and therefore another deductible. All possible. Wow. Okay. Well, thank Part you for that. Thank you for that clarification, no, because Jay, okay. it, it is it is you know the kind the, you know people fail to understand when we you know because I do social security benefit sure. planning sure. as right. you do, uh, not Medicare. Yours, that's an expertise I don't have. But um, the 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 situation is is that the level of complexity in this is very very real. So it's not by accident that Jay is here today, folks, and it's selfish on my part because I have to learn get up to speed. And certainly the website MaximizeYourMedicare.com will help you as well. So that, uh, you know, the deductible is per event. Correct. Okay. Moving the second right line, on. if I might just... Go ahead. Yes, by all means. The second line is medical, and that is the familiar... You pay an annual deductible, mm-hmm. $147 for 2014, and then from there, 20% of the cost charged by your provider. Instead of medical, I probably would have called this services. In mm-hmm. other words, physicians, mm-hmm. diagnostic exams, x-rays, blood tests, stress tests. Mm-hmm. That, after you're done paying the first deductible, 147 in 2014, then Medicare pays 80, you pay 20. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. Number one is... The reason that some of the confusion, back to your previous comment, is that Medicare has this fundamentally different mechanism than the health insurance when you're an active employee, right? Because I've just, so as a result, people see identical terms, but being applied, used differently. Mm. So that is, to me, the reason, the first source of confusion. Mm -hmm. The second thing here is that when you have only the red, white, and blue card, there is no concept of annual out-of-pocket maximum. There's no of out-of-pocket maximum, meaning if you keep going to the doctor or keep going to the hospital, you keep 
racking up out-of-pocket expenses. Okay. So, is, go ahead. Which is different than your right. privately purchased right. right. plan where you've got an out-of-pocket maximum affordable care act at, you know, just above $6,000, 6350 You don't have that concept under Medicare. Okay. So the bill can keep going. Okay. Hold that thought, Jay. We're, break, we're up against a break again. Yep, sure. When we come back, we'll continue this illuminating discussion with Jay uh, here on the show of record. I'm George Toth with J.O., and we've got more coming. 215-855-8211. When you hear the words financial planning, what comes to mind and what do you see? I'm very passionate about the principles, processes, and results that form financial planning. By the way, financial planning is subtly different from investment planning. Put the two together and you have your very own mutual fund operation. In neither case are the ends insured. No one can control taxes, inflation, interest rates, or markets. All of us can control processes, choose benefits, and manage risks. When it comes to financial and or investment planning, one other piece is very important. Who do you choose to work with? Like your choice for other key advisors interacting with your life, family, or home, the advisor better be a fiduciary when it comes to your wealth. Call Chestnut Investment Advisory for a gratis initial consult, gathering of key facts and feelings, and define the scope of engagement. Come see if we meet your expectations. By the way, economists and financial indicators are pointing to a greater and greater need for guidance. DIYing some things is fine, just not your family's treasury. Call 215-836-4880 or visit us at regardingyourmoney.com. Securities are offered through Tried Advisors Incorporated, a member of FINRA SIP. WNPV AM 1440. Hello and welcome back to the show of record here on Talk of the Suburbs 1440, WNPV 1440 AM and WNPV 1440.com. So nice to be here with you on this super financial day. Jay, continue with your discussion, uh, and it was sort of in the topic of what is not covered by Part A and Part B, and you're, you're, you're giving us nice depth here. Thank you. Absolutely. There, as I said, when people... Some of the misunderstanding of Medicare is they think they have the red, white, and blue card. Well, mm-hmm. and now I have health insurance. But it's really quite different. The terms are used slightly differently, and the notion of out-of-pocket maximum doesn't exist with the red, white, and blue card. Mm-hmm. So as a result, it is quite risky for a financial, from a financial perspective to carry only the red, white, and blue card by itself. Um, as a result, yes. there are two programs, two big groups of programs, one which is called Medicare Advantage, one which is called Medigap. Um, I need to disclose that even though I represent multiple carriers and I'm also an expert contributor, there are six of us around the nation on a website powered by Humana. It is called MyMedicareAnswers.com. It is purely for questions and answers that consumers have. Mm-hmm. i you know, I'm one of six persons. I put up some articles of, you know, relative interest Great. as well as answer people's questions there. But <clears throat> the main, those two sets of choices are the subject of the commercials, mail, okay. television, uh, <clears throat> phone calls, and that is people need to understand what the key differences between the two of them are and then make the decision, you know, appropriate for their personal 
you know, financial and health situation, their family situation. Okay. That is a little right. bit more involved. Okay. Um, so the suggestions you're making is is that the parts that are not covered by A and B uh, should be covered by uh, a Medigap policy of some sort, whether it be from this carrier or that carrier, right? It can be Medigap. It can be Medigap. It can be Medicare Advantage. Okay. It does, okay. I'm not here to say that there's one single best solution because mm-hmm. I can't put myself in the financial shoes of someone else. True. But let me just, yeah. I'll just make a couple of points. One is Medigap, one reason it is comfortable is because, number one, there's no network. Mm-hmm. Number two is the terms and conditions of the coverage do not change annually. Mm-hmm. Yes, Medigap, yes, that, the advantage so, does. Correct. So the Medigap is what they call guarantee renewable. Mm-hmm. So once you, if you were to sign up to Medigap, then you will have that same terms of coverage over time. The issue is that it generally increases with cost as you age. The, the, Medi- the, the, the both the Medigap and the Medicare Advantage. Medigap. Medigap. Just speaking to Medigap. Okay. So right. there, there is a you know. Negative factor. In okay. addition to that, prescription coverage doesn't is not included with Medigap, so that would require you mm-hmm. to purchase separately Medigap Medicare Part D, which is mm-hmm. standalone prescription plan. Right. There's going to be dozens of those plans per state. Right. <clears throat> um, Medicare Advantage, on the other hand, is quite convenient. In other words, it's one card, frequently medical as well as prescription coverage is included, uh, the cost is lower. The cost is lower. Mm-hmm. So as a result, depending on somebody's situation, their priorities of finance, and their financial situation, their health priorities, or their health situation, it's very difficult to say this is the right. one answer. Right. It's very difficult. Okay. Um, but those are some of the highlights. The, like you pointed out, George, Medicare Advantage is not is not guaranteed renewable. It is it cha- it's an annual contract, okay. meaning the terms and conditions, all of the cost sharing details will be subject to change every year. And it could be, in that sense, it could be canceled by the uh, choice of the uh, insurance company. That is true, and that has happened. Yes, uh, that. <clears throat> A carrier does have the right to make a certain set of offerings. They go through this process, a complicated one. They're right now in the middle of it where they're um, creating proposals for 2015. Right, right. Well, And that has to be approved, go through an approval process. Okay, one. all right. Um, one of the things that some people think that Medicare covers is long-term care. Um, in fact, it does not, right? Yes, you're exactly right. Um, you've touched on probably the a very controversial uh, topic. Mm-hmm. Medicare Part A will cover the first 20 days in a skilled nursing facility, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. subject to a very important caveat, two very important caveats. Number one is you must first be in a three-day inpatient stay at the hospital. And by that, I mean implication number two, is that you cannot be an out 
under observation status at the hospital before going to a skilled nursing facility. Mm. So you actually have to be admitted as inpatient status, and that is a, we're getting to the deeper end of the pool, but that is a very controversial thing. People go to the hospital, they don't know what their status is, they're actually observation status, then they go to a skilled nursing facility. Right. In which case, Medicare Part A doesn't cover it at all. Right, 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 right. Now, you're exactly right. Beyond 20 days. From the 21st to the 100th day, there is a co- <clears throat> you have to pay the first 152, I believe, is the dollar amount for yep, yep. 2014. Yes. Medicare covers the rest, but you probably know that you will be paying the $152 because there are hardly any facilities almost across the nation that are less than that. So you basically pay the, you can count on that amount. So, but right. you're right that beyond that, Custodial care matters are not taken care of or addressed by Medicare at all. Okay. This is, of course, as you know in your role, uh, this is the elephant yep. in the room for our society. Right. Absolutely. Um, the number of people who are uh, diagnosed with Alzheimer's is rising, um, various forms of dementia. Uh, it is a, uh, a, a, a very complicated situation uh, that many people are facing. I had one many years ago. And uh, it's, it is the kind of situation that I don't know if I'd want to go through personally. Um, Jay, we're coming up to a break. I'd like to wrap up with you after that, uh, uh, if you don't sure. mind. Sure. Um, but um, uh, if, you, if, if you out there have any questions of Jay, this would be the time to do it. 215-855-8211. Here on the show of record, I'll be right back. George Toth. Do you want to be healthy, wealthy, and wise? Chestnut Investment Advisory thinks we all do, but they can only help you with wealth. What is wealth? According to the dictionary, wealth is a large amount of money, an abundant supply. Obviously, wealth is subjective. A large amount of riches would be very different to Bill Gates than to Mother Teresa. So what is it to you? George Toth of Chestnut Investment Advisory will meet with you to find out your answer before he uses his wealth of knowledge, information, and experience to help you reach your personal financial goals. George knows there's no one-size-fits-it-all answer. Whether your financial goals are to pay off debt, put your children through college, save for a comfortable retirement for all three. To set up a consultation to determine your personal definition of wealth, call George Toth at Chestnut Investment Advisory at 215-836-4880 or visit their website, regardingyourmoney.com. Securities offered through Triad Advisors Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. WNPV AM 1440. Hello and welcome back to the show of record here on Talk of the Suburbs, 1440 AM Community Forum. I'm George Toth. With me is J.O. from uh, the Midwest in Chicago. And he's written a book called Maximize Your Medicare. It is at MaximizeYourMedicare.com. You do a blog. Is that open to consumers? Absolutely. The Actually, the Maximize Your Medicare, I also have a podcast. You mm-hmm. can subscribe to it on iTunes, for okay. example. They're just 10-minute sound bites on specific topics at different times of the year, just as reminders mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. You know, particular enrollment dates and specific topics. As you get into Medicare, George, you'll know that there are going to be changes. There have to be 
fiscal demographic yeah. demand yeah. Will, yeah. demands yeah. will yeah. stress the system. Yeah. Um, what recommendations do you have for our listeners regarding Medicare, Jay? Well, I think that the main thing is to understand the risk of just the red, white, and blue card alone. Mm-hmm. That even if you have very limited financial resources, that there are certain Medicare Advantage plans that cost zero, that have no extra premium, but include an out-of-pocket maximum. Mm-hmm. So for the same price, you get a cap, a potential cap mm-hmm. on your out of if you require if you have cancer, for example. That's a low six-digit uh, treatment mm-hmm. for radiation. Mm-hmm. You will mm-hmm. go under the red, white, and blue card. You will get the 20% charge with no limit. Mm-hmm. Under Medicare Advantage, even at zero premium, you will have a limit. Got it. Um, so that's the, if you understand that, then you can understand the risk and then make the right choice for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that um, the only other thing I would add to what you're saying, uh, Jay, and, and I appreciate it 1,001% for being with us in your busy day, and you obviously are very committed to your practice and uh, your work. The one thing that I would add to what you're saying is is that the listeners and, quote-unquote, the, the body politic in and close to Medicare, uh, one of their main priorities should be just make good health a priority. Um, you know, stay healthy, uh, do everything in your power uh, not to, as they say, get into the system. Um, and I think uh, outside of that, certainly understanding what Medicare is about, uh, understand what isn't covered, um, understand what your health care future might be, depending on genetics and your, uh, you know, various uh, risk vectors. But bottom line to all of this, and you will agree with me as a certified financial planner licensee, is you've got, you must, you have to plan ahead for health care costs. Um, I can't put it any other way. <laughs> no, there's, there's no shortcut to it, and you're absolutely right. Uh, and- but you have to, of course, you're right. Good. There's no better insurance than good health. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah, doubt. No doubt. Jay, thank you so much. And thank um, you, ben, we, we, you know, now that we've gotten to know each other here on the air, uh, one of the things I would recommend to you, sort of like inside baseball, if you haven't extended yourself to the FPA of Philadelphia on a talk or a topic or coming in for our spring symposium, please do that. You, you know how to network through the FPA. I, um, I, I, I just, if you need a just tell them you talk to me, and uh, as a past president and, and so forth, I, I think they'll, they'll open the door and put out the red carpet. Thank you so much for your time. My privilege, George. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.